Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. So let's welcome in our guy, Patrick Everson. He joins us now on the Roman guest line. And uh, Pat, I know you've been listening to the show. So we got one question and we're going to hit on the early lines, of course. And, um, you know, the look aheads. But have you ever had the McRib? And what rating would you give the McRib for McDonald's? Come on, Pat. Don't let us down, baby. I look, I, I don't have anything per se against the McRib. My wife likes the McRib. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, my good buddy, Matt Humans, uh, with Beeson, he's a huge, longtime fan, longtime oh, proponent no. of the McRib. The McRib is not my thing. Okay. Okay. The McRib is not my thing. I'm with you, Pat. All right, so let's talk about the dogs all cashing then yesterday. How did the books do yesterday with all all those underdogs cashing? Speaking of restructured. Restructured meat McRib. I was for the other shoe shoe to drop here, man. I know. I was like, you know what? I kind of want McDonald's as a sponsor, so I'm going to move on. Uh, Sunday night football had to be a huge winner for the books with the Rams going down outright. Absolutely, and honestly, the the day was complete even before then. Uh, Jeff Stone back at BetMGM Nevada. He, I actually was texting with him as the afternoon games unfolded, the later kicks unfolded. I'm sorry, but I get the Pacific time zone. It's the best time zone, so I sometimes forget that there's a east 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 coast time. But he said during the later games, very good day, but big decisions. We need the Eagles in the cards. I was texting with him, and. Um, I, and I said, and, and I knew they were also going to need the Titans last night, and, and the three of you may have discussed this, but somebody came in with like 600000 on the Rams' money line. Wow. Uh, just a, an obscene bet. Wow. But uh, so I said, do you need those three decisions, not only the Eagles and the Cards, but, uh, you know, to come out ahead on the Eagles and the Cards, but also, uh, are you, you know, need the Titans. I said, do you need those decisions in order to not get the morning win, the early game win, wiped out? He said, no. We'll be okay. Big cushion. <laughs> wow. So then, so then they get the Titans outright, and it's just a, a monster day for the books all the way around. So obviously that was the, that was the view from, uh, from Bet MGM Nevada. But Jason Scott of Bet MGM Nationals, I'm sure you guys bring up all the time on your show, um, he said, look, it's a bookies day today. Bills, Cowboys, Raiders, and Saints being tipped over have left us with a nice lead, and that was as they were going into the later kicks. And obviously wow. they kept that nice lead with uh, – uh, with Tennessee, just a, you know, cherry on top type of day. But uh, I, I love the, kind of the turns of phrase because Jason, you know, he brings those nice British turns of phrases in here. The, the, the Bills, Cowboys, Raiders, and Saints being tipped over. Um, like little okay. cows. Exactly. Like cow, cow like tipping. That's sleeping first thing I cows <laughs> exactly. in the middle of the night. <laughs> Patrick, New York just granted nine licenses to sports books, including BetMGM, the king of sports The books. only sports book, Trista. Uh, the kicker there, though, is that there is a 51% tax on sports book profits, and there's a lot of scuttlebook, scuttlebutt around whether or not uh, sports books can make a profit in that environment. Some are saying that it would have been very difficult for them in that environment to what do you think? Do you think it's possible to make it a, a profit when you have to pay 51% tax? I feel like it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. So what I've said for years now is that, and, and a lot of legislators and regulators and so forth don't understand this, but you guys are talking about fast food tonight. Profit <laughs> margins for sports books are not 
huge. This is not a massive cash cow. It's not something that's going to fix huge holes in your underfunded pension liabilities or anything like that. It's going to fill a minor hole in your budget, and it's going to bring above ground something that everybody's doing anyway. So you should, you know, reg- you know legalize it, regulate it, tax it fairly. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't have an issue with that. I just, I, I'm not sure how well it pencils out. I think, you know, people who are used to a certain product, if you live in the New York City area, area for example, if you're used to uh, gotten a, accustomed to the product that New Jersey is offering, you may not see, you know, the, the types of promotions and, and uh, rebates and, you know, uh, bad beat losers and those sorts of things. You may not see that kind of stuff in New York because there's really going to be not – there already isn't a, a big margin here. But I think it gets less when you talk about this, and that's one of the reasons why it's such a limited market. There's only a, hand, there's a handful of operators, and that's it, you know. Uh, in order, that, that's the only way I think the people who are in can even begin to make this pencil out because if this was a market as robust as New Jersey's or Colorado's or, you know, one of the other states that's got 12, 15 operators, um, I, I would think it wouldn't pencil out. I think it's going to be – it's a really good question, Tristan. I don't know the exact answer. I know some people are saying, ah, eh, these books that didn't get in just got sour grapes. I'm not, I'm, I'm not so sure that it's sour grapes because some of this was discussed and, and put out there before the decision was made. Um, I, I do think it's going to be difficult. I don't particularly like the model, but I do like that at least New York is getting legal regulated online sports betting, and, and, and hopefully they can make the best of it. And, and if things go a little sideways, maybe they can, you know, take a second look and make adjustments as they go along. It's interesting that you say that the profit margins are so slim because of how much money is being dumped into sports gambling and how much mm-hmm. we're seeing leagues pay and they want to get uh, come like they want to get in bed with sports gambling companies as well. Like, as someone who was in finance, I'm very interested. Um, briefly, what are the margins typically on sports books? Hmm. Well, it might be a little different, Tristan, with all the with all the newcomers and everything that's happened in the last you know 36 months or so. But you know, sports books in Nevada typically it was a really it was a good year if they could hold five percent. And with and you know if it was six or seven percent or more, it was like wow, what a fantastic year. Um, and you've got to remember that that five percent volume. Yeah, exactly. That volume definitely helps. That, that helps make the difference. That I think that's where they're hoping to make this up in New York and, and elsewhere. It's just you know volume, 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 and then it'll be enough to overcome what the tax is. But you know, out of that five percent, uh, there's a quarter percent tax that you have to pay to the federal government on every single bet. Win or lose, no matter who wins or loses that bet, a quarter percent of every single bet goes to the federal government. Really stupid tax that should absolutely be eliminated. My the federal God. government has never been able to justify it. I'm sorry. That's you it. got me going. I, I was an editorial writer for Ryerson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go on. Go on. So, so the, the, Dina Titus, uh, who is a Democratic member of Congress from Nevada, been there for years. She asked them several years ago to, you know, she did a study, said, let's justify where is this going? Uh, she represents Nevada, and they could not figure out where that quarter quarter wow. cent tax, quarter percent tax on every single bet was going. So she's like, "We got to get rid of it. We don't even know where this money's going." So, and I agree. Anytime I think you can, you know, scale back something like that, you should. But anyway, so you've got the quarter percent tax on every single bet, win or lose. You've got to pay your employees out of that. You've got to keep up with technology and security and all those Rich. other issues. And there were even, yeah, free drinks and promotions. <laughs> exactly. Well, trust me, I'm with you on the free drinks. I was at uh, uh, Green Valley Ranch Station tonight and got a nice little frozen margarita. Or two. There you go. Um, free. 
so, uh, you know, there's a lot that that five or six or 7% has to cover. Now that said, Teresa, to your point, volume can certainly make up for it. And also I do think you're seeing in some of these other States a little bit differently than Nevada. Some of the pricing is a little bit different. Sometimes the straddles between the favorite and the dog are a little bit large and maybe even obscene in some occasions, wink, wink gambit. Um, so, you know, that's another way or, you know, strongly, strongly encouraging parlay play, which is the bookmaker's best friend. That's a, that's another way to uh, to certainly shore up your, your profit margin and make this a little more palatable as well. So uh, we'll just have to see. I guess that's, you know, it's a, it's a really long answer to a short question. I apologize. No, no, this there is, is a, very interesting. Well, I appreciate it. I'm glad you like it because I've thought <laughs> about it a lot, as you can tell. Um, it, it is fascinating. Like I said, I don't think it's a bad thing, but look, I'll tell you, and I won't name names, but there was one, uh, you know, legislator involved in the New York, heavily involved in the New York process who wanted something more akin to what New Jersey was doing and, um, is happy that they're, that they have something at least. Yeah. So Cause there was a, there was a time where I think it was, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Andrew uh, Cuomo was talking about making it like the lotto. Oh my God! And, 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 <laughs> and just look, at, look at what you've got in Washington D.C. It's a train wreck. Yeah. William Hill, which has one book that you have to actually go to to play or even to bet remotely, you have to be within a, a certain hundred, couple of hundred feet or whatever of that book at Capital One Arena. That book does way more handle and way more hold and then Gambit, which you could access from anywhere in Washington, D.C. Wow. Because yeah. Gambit has, is such a lousy pro, pro, uh, uh, product and yeah, the straddles are horrible. The numbers are terrible. They're not competitive at all. At all. Not at all. And it's, you're, you'd rather you know, walk in the snow to Capital One Arena than, you know, you know, have to take somebody, have to take an, a, an underdog at plus 125 when the right. favorite's two, minus 250. It's ridiculous. Right. Pat, I, I have another question for you, and please, <laughs> first and foremost, if you if, if you could just please bring me the same energy. I have a really big question. So when you have uh, a good day for the books, in which we saw over the weekend, especially in the NFL, how does yeah. that if how does that impact how lines are set for the following week's if they are impact, if it's impacted at all, do you understand what oh, I'm saying? I think, yeah, I understand what you're saying. Okay. I think there's a little bit of carryover potentially, depending on what you see. But but oddsmakers have to be careful here to not betters, especially public, especially like me um, and other more public betters. Look, I, I know I get I get a lot of good information from people, but I like to make public plays that you know from time to time. I bet the over tonight, and I'm probably going to get it handed to me unless Same. well. Maybe we'll get there. We'll see. Looks I just thought like 40, a... come on. All we need is one or two flute plays. We just Same, got in. Let's go, Bears. Mooney just got in. <laughs> Sorry, Pat. 1320. Oh. You got a touchdown. I'm with you. Yeah. Yes, fantastic. Great. So, but bookmakers have to be careful not to have that overreaction the way betters do because the sharp players will come in on the other side. They'll recognize that in a heartbeat and jump on it. So, for example, one odds maker that I talked to on Sunday night said uh, of the Browns Patriots game, which I think is a really key game this week. And, and, and I think people should be keeping an eye on it. Um, but they opened Patriots two and a half. They thought three was too high and that they would get wise guy action right out of the gate on Cleveland. If they went with two and a half, if they went with three Patriots instead of two and a half. So they went two and a half. And as it turns out, that book is now at minus one anyway. 
So I think the sharp play came in on Cleveland just the same. But, uh, but yeah, there, I think there is some uh, – I think it weighs a little bit, but they do have to be careful about it because there are sharp players on the other side just waiting for an overreaction. Pat, I wish we could talk to you all night long. We got about – we got like – only 60 seconds, unfortunately, and then, okay. it's a, and then it's That's a hard okay. out. I want to get your thoughts just really quickly on uh, one game because it's the Seahawks and the Packers. Packers four-point mm-hmm. favorites now. How do you think that line adjusts if Aaron Rodgers is available in this game? Because Russell Wilson is playing for Seattle, and they're still four-point dogs right now. Right. and Well, but the thing is, the, the, the odds maker I talked to Sunday night, every Sunday night for my opening line report, props.com, Packers opened, they opened Packers minus five and a half. Yeah. And the oddsmaker said, we are proceeding as if both will play, but it's possible neither plays. Now it looks like Wilson's in. He said, we're just going to have to watch this game closely. Maybe a sharp player points us the way. Well, they're down to three and a half. And obviously the Wilson news had, had a lot to do with that. But I do think if, if, you know, when and if Rogers is cleared to go, then this probably jumps back up a little bit. I don't think he gets to six, yeah. um, but maybe it does. Hmm. Thanks so much, man. We appreciate it always. Thank you, Pat. Enjoy the games this week. We'll have you on again soon because love the information, Pat. Thanks, Pat. Thanks, Pat. That was awesome. Absolutely. Go have a McRib or something. Yeah, we will. That's how Go we'll celebrate. As long as, as long as we all hit our <laughs> as long as we hit our bets. That's Patrick Everson on the Roman Guest Line. You can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for EDL from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to getroman.com slash betql now to get fifteen dollars off your first month. That's getroman.com slash betql. You know, Q, if I had a dollar for every time someone said, what is wrong with you? 